Hey friends, it's Leah Buckles from Prestige Worldwide Medical Consulting. I am a U.S. Army veteran and physician assistant, former CMP examiner. So I wanted to come on today and discuss what happens in a CMP exam, a compensation and pension exam um, in general, and then especially related to sleep apnea. Because um, I know there's a lot of veterans that have sleep apnea that go to CMP exams for this. And they may be like concerned or confused as to what that might that process might be like. So for the most part, a compensation and pension exam um, is gonna be conducted by one of the three main contractors. Um, there may be some more that are popping up, but a lot there, there's three primary contractors for CMP exams. There are some that are getting done at VA um, facilities. I think they're trying to phase those out. I think something came out this year that they're trying to outsource most of the exams. So you're probably gonna get a call from one of the three main contractors um, to report for your exam. They're probably gonna tell you who your examiner is. It'll probably be on your paper. A lot of veterans will look up who that examiner is and um, you know maybe look up who they are, what their specialty is. Um, their specialty should be on the um, paperwork that you get. Um, you can look up, do they have bad reviews? You know, you can look up a lot of stuff, right? So for a sleep apnea exam, you're probably gonna have an exam with either a physician, so a medical doctor or a DO, right? Um, a PA, a physician assistant like me, right? Or a nurse practitioner, okay? So it just depends on, you know, the area that you live in and, you know, who ha who is available for examinations and stuff like that, okay? So um, when you report to your exam, they might send you some paperwork in advance to fill out. They might not. Um, you report to your exam. Um, depending on where it's at, you're going to wait for your time. Um, they may give you some paperwork to fill out when you get there. That's going to help the examiner um, get gather the information that they need. Um, but the, the examiner should have um, a copy of your claims file or whatever evidence the VA has determined that they need to have to review whatever your contention is or, you know, the claim that you're making, right? Um, if you want to bring extra documents with you, you can. They may or may not accept them. I think they're supposed to. Um, but they should have, you know, your sleep study report or your polysomnogram um, and anything else that's relevant to the condition, okay? So when you go in, the first thing that they're gonna do um, is they're gonna start running down the DBQ or the Disability Benefits Questionnaire with you. Um, we recently did a video about DBQs. If you haven't seen that, go check it out and, and that can kind of show you some information about what DBQs are. Um, you can also find them on va.gov. All of them um, are available for you to download. You can also get your primary um, treating doctor to fill these out for you if you'd like as well. And in the hopes of not having to go to a CMP exam, that doesn't mean you won't have to, but your chances are increased if you're turning in that evidence yourself, right? Um, so the DBQ, all of this stuff I'm about to go over is on the DBQ. You can also pull it from va.gov, like I said, um, and, and look over it if you want to see what kind of questions they might ask you, right? So, um, the first thing they're gonna do is they're gonna go over what type of sleep apnea you have. So whether it's obstructive or central sleep apnea or mixed, right? I think I did a video recently about um, sleep apnea. I might do another one. Um, I'm gonna try to do more videos about sleep apnea, just different components. Like this one's about the DBQ. We might talk about secondary service connections. Um, I think I just recently did one about primary um, or direct service connection. So they're gonna go over which type you have, right? Obstructive, central, or mixed. Then they're gonna ask you about um, 
the history of your sleep apnea. Like when did it start um, or when did you maybe start having symptoms? They should have a copy of your polysomnogram or sleep study, like I said, but they might ask you, when did you first notice symptoms? And then you can talk to them about that. Make sure to, um, you can always write your thoughts down and have them so that you can be focused on the answers that you need to give them. You know, you started noticing it in service or your wife told you that you were, um, she noticed you were having apneic events or stopping breathing while you're sleeping, um, you were snoring loud. You know, these are a lot of the things that we hear veterans getting um, sleepy during the daytime or having daytime hypersomnolence is what it's called. Um, you're, you know, falling asleep at stoplights. You are dozing off when you're watching TV. You're just not getting that good sleep at night, right? Um, explain it however it's been pertinent to you, right? If you have any buddy letters, you can bring those. Um, they should have them if you submitted them, but if not, you can bring them as well. Um, are you, they're gonna ask you if you're taking continuous medication for the condition. So um, some people may be taking continuous medications um, to help them stay awake during the day, right? Like Provigil or um, any other medication, sometimes stimulants. You may be taking a medication at nighttime to help you sleep. You can discuss that um, if you'd like. Uh, and then they're gonna ask you, um, and they should have this information because it should be in your files, but they're gonna ask you about, um, are you using a CPAP or a mandibular device or some other device to help you um, manage the sleep apnea, right? Um, and so basically after that, they're gonna ask you if you have any of the following signs and symptoms that are attributable um, to sleep apnea. So. Or do you have persistent daytime sleepiness? Most people, I don't think I've ever had someone say that they're not sleepy during the day. Unless they're really treated well with their CPAP machine and it's eliminating a lot of their symptoms, then awesome, right? Um, carbon dioxide retention, um, most people don't have that. Chronic respiratory failure, most people don't have that either unless it's like really advanced. Um, core pulmonal, which is changes with your heart, right? Um, or you require a tracheostomy, okay? And so most people don't have that either. So most people are just having that persistent daytime sleepiness and they use a CPAP and that's gonna be that 50% rating if, if you require a, a, either a CPAP or another type of device to help you, um, that's pretty automatic. And those, those um, percentages are online and you can go look them up, right? Um, the 38 Code of Federal Regulation will show some of that. Um, then every DBQ or disability benefit questionnaire asks about scars. Um, Generally, you probably aren't going to have a scar related to sleep apnea unless you have that tracheostomy, right? Um, but that's one of the questions um, on every single DBQ because then if you have a scar related to whatever the condition is, then they have to like analyze that so they can give you a rating for that if it's, a, you know, applicable or whatever. Um, so the next thing, and again, I'm just looking at the DBQ and you guys can pull this information up too and go over it off of VA.gov. So, um, has a sleep study been performed? Um, they're, they probably aren't gonna ask you that because they're probably gonna know um, unless you filed for sleep apnea and you've never been tested. Then they're gonna ask you, have you ever been tested for this or do you just think you have it? And if so, they might order you a sleep, a sleep study. Um, so um, then they're gonna fill in the date of your sleep study, what the results were, where it was, um, the location, whether it was a home sleep study or done at a sleep center or whatever, right? Um, are there any other significant diagnostic test findings and or results. So for this, I don't think there would probably be any, but if there's any like lab results or other kind of imaging results, um, you know, maybe if you have that core pulmonal or heart changes, they might write it in that section, right? 
Um, and then they're gonna ask if it um, impacts your ability to work. So every exam, every DBQ is gonna ask about your the impact on your job, right? So most times veterans will say things like, yeah, cause I'm tired throughout the day. You know, I have to take frequent, you know, sometimes I fall asleep at my desk or I'm in a meeting and I, it, it, I get super tired. That's usually most of the stuff that I hear or used to hear when I was a CMP examiner. Um, so if you have some specific things, like maybe you were counseled at work for showing up late because, you know, you don't get good sleep at night because your CPAP, you know, bring in a note from your boss or something like that, right? Um, and then there's a remarks section where they're going to go over, you know, if there's anything else they want to add, right? And then they're going to give a medical opinion, right? They're probably not going to give you their medical opinion right then and there because they're going to do it after you leave. They're going to, you know, write whether or not they believe it's due to your service, at least as likely as not, more likely than not, due to, um, not due to, um, less likely than not or whatever. So they're going to render their opinion whether it's due to this or that, right? So many veterans will file sleep apnea secondary to another condition to, you know, sleep uh, to PTSD or depression or to um, weight gain from another condition or maybe to their sinusitis or their allergies or whatever you're filing it to GERD. Um, but the primarily what they're going to ask you is what I just went over. Okay. Now, when they render their medical opinion, the VA is going to ask them if you filed it, sleep apnea secondary to GERD. They're going to ask the examiner in their questions that they send in the request. They're going to ask them, do they believe that your sleep apnea is related to your GERD? Right. And then they're going to review your records um, and go over your history with you. You're going to explain to them, hey, my GERD is making me not sleep at night because I have all this reflux, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Um, and they're going to give their opinion, right? And that's going to go to the VA. And then um, remember that the examiner doesn't make the decision, okay? So sometimes a, an examiner can give a negative opinion and the rater will review all of the evidence, right? They're going to review your personal statements, your history. If you had a um, another medical opinion done by somebody like me or someone else who gave a favorable opinion, if you see a nurse practitioner that gives a negative opinion, that doesn't mean that the rater is going to side with the examiner, right? That's just a piece of the puzzle, right? So it's, um, you know, that rater will review the entirety of the case and make a decision, right? And even if the rater makes a decision, you have avenues, right? You have your VSOs, your accredited agent. I'm not one of those, right? So you have people or yourself, if you're savvy, where you can do things like higher level reviews or supplemental claims, or you can appeal to the board or whatever it is that you wanna do. So it's just a really complex process, but I wanted to kind of like go over um, kind of what happens in a CMP exam for OSA. I hope this was helpful. Again, if you have any questions about them, drop them in the comments. Let me know if there are any other videos that you'd like me to do. I'm trying to come up with good content for you guys weekly. Um, keep them short and sweet so that I keep you guys' attention. Because um, I used to do a lot longer videos, but then nobody wants to watch an hour of me, blah, 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 right? So let me know if you guys have any questions. And again, va.gov, you can download this form and check it out. All right, thanks a lot, guys.